Hello and welcome back to Mindset Matters. My name is Victoria and I'm very excited today because we have another guest on the show. Guest number two, we've got Tess Perrin who is joining us all the way from France. So Tess is one of, I would say one of my best friends. We met while we were, while I was living abroad in France. She's an American French girl who grew up in the U.S. but now lives in France. She's a property owner. We love that. She's a solo traveler, and she's one of those people who's just honestly an overall vibe. So I just love how quickly we were able to connect, become friends, especially the situation back when I was living in France in 2020. Um, and I'm really glad that we've been able to maintain our long-distance friendship as well. So welcome, Tess. Thank you. What an intro. I want like that to be the intro for anytime somebody's like, introducing me. Like, I want that, to, that clip to play. <laughs> yeah. Property owner, I'm like snaps for yeah. the property owner. And we can't own property vibe. in Canada. Yeah, too overall vibe, right? We love it. Um, so one thing I think is like super interesting about you when I first met you is the fact that you grew up in Utah, and then you went to France kind of for university, and you kind of just like stayed. So I wonder what your decision was like, kind of, or how was it growing up and transitioning then to moving to France? Yeah, good question, because, like, actually, I think people ask this a lot, like, how did you decide to stay in France? And I don't think I ever really, like, made a concrete decision. I mean, I obviously I did, because I ended up here somehow, but I never, like, went through that thought process where I was thinking, okay, like, pros and cons list. I feel like I just kind of ended up staying, where I was like, oh, you know, I, mean, I like it here, so why not? And I don't know, I was just having a good time, so I said, okay, I'll just stay here and university was a lot cheaper okay. and yeah I don't know then I just like started building my life so I was thinking okay it's too late to go back now so decided okay I'm gonna stay and were there like cultural differences that kind of attracted you to stay in France yes but like also since like my whole like dad's side of the family is French I always kind of had like the double thing growing up so that was it wasn't like such a big transition where I was like kind of shocked like, okay this is crazy but I think like the making friends thing was a lot different I think in France then I mean I guess also you know that too that it was like way, it's yeah. way more difficult to make friends in France I think than it is in the U.S. maybe like the relationships are a bit more mm -hmm. sincere in France but it was like such a process just fighting to survive out there <laughs> No, for sure. And I want to talk to you about friendship because I know you've moved a, like moved around a lot yeah. in France. So I want to talk to you about like when you went to university, was it hard to kind of maintain friendships like from back home or did you find you were just trying to dive into your university life? Was it like nice being like long distance with friends back home or was it weird? Like how was that? Yeah, I think actually like the friendships with my friends back home, especially in the beginning since I thought I was going back. Um, I think we like ended up, I mean, we still, even now I think we still like stay in contact really well. Obviously there's some friends where like you talk to them less, but for me, I'm just like, okay, I prefer them like, still like my best friends and things like that. But definitely like you win some, you lose some kind of situation, I guess, where mm -hmm. you know, obviously not hanging out with like my friends back home, I guess all the time. But I think I still like place those relationships like higher up than like my relationships that maybe I made maybe not higher up but like I still like really hold them close to my heart you know where I'm like okay like these are my friends that like built who I am now 
and then now all the additional friends mm. I make like in France, which it's kind of gone through like a lot of cycles since I moved around so much, but I don't know. I think it's like just like a kind of a tack on where it's like, oh, these are like my bonus friends, like, I don't know, my friends back home. I'm yeah. like, two are like very separate actually for me, where I'm like, oh yeah, like there's the Utah friends and okay. like my France friends. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And one thing I thought of is like, I know, I don't know if this is similar for your friend group, but in the States, I know it's common for people to go to school all over the States anyways. Yeah. Whereas in Canada, it's like our universities are like a couple hours from each other. So it's like, if someone goes across the country, it's a huge deal. Whereas for me, it's like, oh, I'm a three hour drive from my friends if I wanted to keep up with them. So I don't know if that was like made it easier for you that people kind of spread out anyways at that time yeah that's true I mean I guess I, like now that I'm thinking about like okay I don't actually have that many friends maybe in Utah but like the ones that I I'm just thinking like wait do I have that many friends but I mean most you're of like wait I have no friends I'm like counting I'm like hmm, actually there's not that many but um I mean I think a lot of them are still in Utah so that makes it easy like when I want to go back and visit like it's kind of all awesome. and then I have mm-hmm. one friend who's like on the other side of the country so that makes it a bit more tricky but I mean I mean like they can spread out if they want to but for me actually it's nice that they're all in like and okay so did you notice your friendships like change at all when you moved away because I know we touched on like you're like you prioritize them so what did you do to kind of prioritize it like were you texting a lot did you try to like schedule like facetimes with them because I know it can be hard for people like considering moving away to be like wait like I can't leave behind my friends yeah, that's true. And I think that I, I don't know, maybe I like, just don't think that much when I'm making decisions. I think I just kind of go for it and then like, see what consequences happen later. I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of how I've always like done things and then just hope for the best. But I don't know, it okay. kind of works out for some, most of the stuff I do, I guess. But I think like to maintain the friendships, I mean, I like kind of just text them once in a while and be like, hey, like thinking about you or, you know, like, I mean, even what we do, like between like sending each other like Shrek memes and stuff like that I feel like that actually is <laughs> yeah. like a really good based on friendship I swear because at least it's like oh yeah yeah you know, I saw this meme that made me think of like when we were kids and then you just like start a conversation or just like touching base and things mm-hmm. like that or sometimes I'll just try to randomly call but also the time difference and everything is tricky like True. as adults you know everybody has yeah their, I feel like we <laughs> totally Yeah, and I feel like we obviously have been able to, like, maintain our friendship being, like, far apart. And I know when you were traveling, which we'll get into, like, we kind of started talking a bit more because, like, we were on the same time zone-ish. Yeah, that's true. So, like, that was kind of fun. But even, like, long-distance friendships, sometimes I feel like there is, like, a benefit to being a long-distance friendship because there's less pressure to kind of, like, maintain a friendship or see people all the time. And as we get older, I feel like you kind of naturally see people less or you're busy doing your own thing and some people find that hard. So yeah, I don't like know, in that way, I feel like long distance friendship has been good. Yeah, yeah. Can totally. you say that again? I said, or it's sometimes like some people, you know, like kind of get offended by like not seeing people all the time, but it's kind of like, okay, I mean, we're all super mm-hmm. busy. And so, I mean, sometimes, yeah, I love long distance friendships just because they're like almost in a way easier to maintain because it's like you get all like the fun or like not the fun like activities aspect but you kind of get the like you can just like kind of talk to your friends when you need to and be like hey like I don't know touch base when it works and I don't know I feel like there's like less pressure because you know that it's like long distance I don't know 
I like it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, we can't hang out on a random Tuesday. Yeah. So there's no expectation to hang out on a random Tuesday yeah. if like you don't feel like it. Yeah, exactly. No, but then it's like sure. when you do get to um, meet up, it's like way more, I don't know, it's like planned and like thought out and there's like intention behind like meeting up, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, one thing I think is kind of funny is that we met on Bumble Friends. Yeah. Um, and you probably had a little more experience using that app as someone who like kind of moves around France. Yeah. But for me, that was my first time moving that or using the app. And I had only met up with like a couple girls and maybe saw them like one or two times. But one challenge I really had was like speaking French with like francophone girls. I felt like my jokes weren't <laughs> landing. It was like I wasn't funny in French. And like I love that our friendship is like very like we laugh a lot. Yeah, and like yeah. I think we're both think each other are funny. But like I remember thinking like, dang, like I just made a joke and it's like awkward silence, literally crickets. Yeah, and I'm just like, so it's so hard for me to make friends. Like, did you, I know you're already bilingual, but did you ever notice that like French versus English kind of differentiation 100, 100%. with people? percent. Like I, I'm pretty sure people don't think I'm funny in French, which is like really sad because, and like, even I tell people this all the time. Because you're hilarious. Yeah. I tell I'll people, vouch like, for you any I feel day. like I have to like convince French people like, no, I really am funny because I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like I try to like do my humor that I would use like with English speakers. And then I just like translate directly to French. And then no, I just feel like the oh, way like the it's sentences, so awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. The way like you land a joke in English, I feel like is just so different. And that's one thing I feel like I never really picked up on was like, how to tell a joke in French. Like it just, yeah. I was never, I was like never funny. <laughs> yeah, but even like other French people sometimes they um, make jokes and I'm like, wait, that wasn't really that funny to me. So I don't know. I just don't think, I think mm, I have an American sense of So humor. maybe it's a total, total cultural thing. What about like the hardest part living abroad, but like not always staying in the same place? Because I know you've traveled around France a lot. I think, yeah, I mean, like seven times in the past seven years. So that's way too much, oh God, I think, okay. actually. Like, I wouldn't recommend, but they'd be like, oh, I make friends, and then they leave, or then I leave. And so you're like constantly rebuilding all these friendships. So okay, that's frustrating. Yeah, that's so interesting. Because I feel like here, like growing up in Toronto, it's like people usually go to university, like maybe a couple hours away. And then it's kind of natural that for a few years, people then live in the city because they're working. So it's like, if I wanted to have a reunion with even like university friends, it's like I could see them at any given time, yeah. which is like, that's it's just nice, so though. weird. But it's <laughs> also like, it's kind of nice, but it's also nice to like, be forced to kind of put go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're someone who's now used to getting out of your comfort zone and you're like, well, I have to be social because if I'm not, I'm going to have no friends. And like, that's something I admire about you because I feel like you're really good at being social and like making friends everywhere you go, which like, I don't know, when I do things alone, I do love doing things alone, but I sometimes wish I was like a little bit more social yeah. and like willing to talk to people because you kind of miss out. I don't know. Yeah, I think also I've had like so many times where, you know, when you're like doing something alone or even just like going grocery shopping and you see like, I don't know, a group of girls and you're like, oh, wait, they look like they're having so much fun. And then you kind of like question yourself like, oh, wait, mm -hmm. do I have that? Or like, I think that's something I want. Like, I want to have a group of girls I can like go out with and I don't know, just chat, whatever. 
And so, yeah, I think I've yeah. definitely like forced myself to make that happen because otherwise, yeah, I would take that <laughs> if I didn't have any friends. Yeah. Now that you bought an, an apartment, which again, congrats, you what you've had it for like almost a year now. Yeah, it'll be a year. Not that you like were there for a while. Like in a couple of weeks, it'll be. Okay. That's exciting. So now that you have like your own place, do you feel kind of more settled? Like, have you been able to kind of meet more friends where you are or is it the similar situation? Yeah, kind of. Like since I was gone for also like seven months, I think that didn't really help. But um, true. I think for sure, like I feel more settled where maybe I have a bit more of like a routine. I think the friends thing is like always kind of work in process progress for me because like I'll meet people because I still even like since I work from home I will still like meet people through Bumble and things like that because just um but a lot of people are like au pairs or just there for like a short amount of time and so then like okay I'm gonna find myself in this situation again soon so I mean I have like a nice group of friends that Mm -hmm. I've been hanging out with like regularly now but I mean actually they're all gonna be leaving soon so sad and have to start over again but it's okay yeah at least that's so sad I'm getting really good at this like making but it kind of forces you to meet a lot of people yeah definitely yeah and it forces you I feel like to meet a lot of people which is kind of cool because sometimes I think people get stuck in like okay these are my friends and I don't need anyone else in my life and that's it but like there is value to kind of expanding your circle and like meeting people yeah and like one thing I did this year was like my boxing and, like, that was really cool to, like, meet people through going to an activity several times a week was, like, okay, I'm seeing the same faces. Like, naturally, we're going to start talking. And, like, sometimes you vibe with people, sometimes you don't. But at least, like, I don't know, I do feel like, like you said earlier, like, activities are a great way to meet people because you always already have something in common. It's, like, easier. Yeah, definitely. Like, do you still keep in know. contact with some other people from boxing still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a group chat and, like, we'll chat here and there. There was actually a party last night, like a thank you party, but I couldn't go. So that was kind of sad. But so, yeah, yeah, that's nice. I feel like, like I'll still go to classes and see them. Yeah. And at least you get to like meet people from like different areas of life where you probably would have never met them. Like otherwise, like there was no way you would have met these people. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Okay. And speaking of that, meeting people you never would have met. I want to talk a little bit about your solo traveling adventures (laughs) one thing I like about Tess is that she's very I guess spontaneous you kind of like think you don't always think about things you kind of just like do them and I think that's a really nice quality to have I'm sure sometimes maybe it gets you in trouble but like it's a good quality to have because humans I think spend and waste so much of their life thinking about things they want to do or how to do something instead of just going and doing it so I love that you're like okay, I'll just go for it and then figure it out after. Yeah. Have you always been that way? I don't know. Actually, I think I was I like a that. really like stressed kid before. Like when I was younger, I think I was really mm. like I planned out and everything. And like, I didn't think it was like so smart to just like do things. I was like, no, you really have to take it out all the sides. And in a way, like I still am that way. But I think I've just become way more brave. Where I'm thinking, you know what, like, why shouldn't things work out for me? Like, why not, you know? And so I think that only came. Yeah. Like, I've always been, like, maybe a little bit crazy in a way. But I think, like, the kind of <laughs> just do and then hope for the best, like, just came recently. 
No, but I like that because I think that's a really important mindset of like, everyone talks about like lucky girl syndrome of like, well, things are going to work out. And if you believe it, usually things do work out. And I'm totally a believer of like the power of the mind and that like you don't need to have a plan because life always is going to throw stuff at you anyways. So so you can't have a plan (laughs) for every single thing. Totally. I love that. Um, So that kind of led you last year to spontaneously like solo travel for six months so I just want to know like I think from what I remember you went with only having like booked a couple days your first couple days and then you're just like I'm just gonna roll with it literally even I think I had told you like like, I don't know if that's something I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) yeah yeah I think you literally texted me you're like yeah by the way like I have two days booked and then I don't even know what I'm doing and I remember thinking like that is stressing me out like (laughs) good for you that's honestly huge test that you can say that you went and did that and then you were gone for like seven months like how did you even navigate doing that like what or what are some of your like best stories like I'm just want to know about like your favorite parts of that experience oh my gosh that's so hard because first of all like even when I look back at it now I feel like that wasn't me like I'm like oh yes this version of this certain girl like did this crazy thing. And then when I look back, I'm like, wait, I like, sometimes I forget all the crazy yeah, things that happened. You did it. I was like, wait, that was me actually. Like, wow. Who, like, I can't believe I did that. So it's pretty Who insane. is she? Yeah. Really? Like, who's that girl? She's so cool. So I'm really, no, I was seriously, it was so good though. Like, I'm really happy I did it. I mean, definitely like it was such a privilege though, because already to get like the six months off of work and everything, like, thank goodness. Otherwise, I mean, this probably would never have happened. So, that was really cool but mm-hmm. I mean yeah I don't know it was just I think like the best part of it for me honestly though was like meeting people like new people everywhere I was going but totally. I don't know, everything was just it's hard to like even think about okay where do I start like it's just so many things happened and just like the, the people that you meet is insane. I think that is like one of the best parts and I think that goes back to us talking about before like how you are very like fearless in your social situations and like you're often down for the adventure and you go for it and like I think of solo travel and I'm like okay the times when I was in France I remember I went to Lyon for a weekend or like four days or three days by myself and even that was really hard for me like I wish I was more social but I think it was partly like the French barrier of like yeah I was a little bit nervous to speak French with like French people, even though I literally spoke French fine, like you've he- heard literally, me, like yeah, I, you're like bilingual. I can speak French, but yeah, I'm like literally bilingual. But like <laughs> I was so nervous to like be social, and I wish I kind of pushed myself a bit out of my comfort zone then, because I think of solo travel. I'm like, oh, it's kind of scary. Like, can you really have fun by yourself? But I guess you're saying like, well, I wasn't by myself because I constantly like met people. Would you say yeah. like everywhere you went, you were always? I think I was probably. 95% of my trip I was with people like there was only wow. there was like a span I think of like maybe eight days where I don't know I think I was just like off my mojo or something but I like didn't talk to anybody except for like obviously like locals and stuff but those were like the longest nine mm-hmm. days of my life I swear but I mean most of the time because I think also maybe in Europe it's a bit different because I don't know people like maybe it's not the same kind of vibe that's going on or I don't know maybe something in Europe is different but I think especially like in South America or like in Asia, it was really easy because everybody that was there is like kind of doing the same thing. 
or maybe not all, always mm-hmm. by themselves, but they're like in the same kind of like mindset of like, hey, like we're here and like we're far away from home. And so then you kind of bond over like, oh yeah, like where are you from? And I don't know, it just happens supernaturally. Like I spent literally two weeks with uh, like these three people that I met that I like love them. They're the best. And we just spent like full two weeks together and we like did the Machu Picchu together and things like that. And thinking, okay, yeah, like, two weeks ago, I would have never imagined like, okay, I'm just gonna go like hike for three days with these people. Like, oh, that's great. Well, I think it's also so crazy is like, it goes back to the idea of like not planning everything. Like yeah. when you do anything in life, I think you need some level of flexibility so, like, if there's someone out there listening who, like, wants to solo travel but doesn't even know where to start, like, what advice would you kind of give them? I mean, actually, yeah, this, like, I think this even goes so well into, like, your whole, like, mindset matters and everything because I think it, like, people need to remember to, like, life isn't a planned out thing, you know? Like, you can just kind of wing it. <laughs> I mean, and maybe that's, I just say that to, like, reassure myself, but I think I'm really happy, actually, that I didn't plan my trip because... I don't think it would have like been the same kind of like adventure or experience because if by not planning everything, I kind of left myself room to see what other people were doing. And maybe I made like a really great connection with somebody and I was like, you know what, like, why don't I just go wherever they're going? And I think like that made the trip Mm -hmm. that much better just because I was kind of the whole time I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm just going for it, you know, like whatever happens, happens. And there was no pressure for me to be like, oh, I need to see this and I need to see this and like check all these boxes. It was more like, I'm just here. I'm just going to have the experience that happens to me, like based on who I meet and everything. And I'll just see from there. And that, like, I think now, even like looking forward, I'm like, I think I'm just going to be way more spontaneous for everything, or at least try to be more spontaneous for everything that I mm-hmm. do. Totally. And I think that's even like, okay, someone who's listening who's like, there's no way I could do that for like that amount of time. I feel like even just taking that adventure mindset of like okay we'll start small like maybe you plan yourself like it could be a day trip where you just pick a place I like to do this where I pick like a little town and I'll just like go there for the day and kind of explore like okay then maybe extend that like where can I do it where it's like maybe like over two days where I'm exploring somewhere and like start small it doesn't have to be completely unplanned because I've definitely seen the other side where like I've there's one youtuber I forget her name but she does like solo travel content and I've been like inspired to like watch her videos and she does a lot where she's like, yeah, like I, I like planning a few things because it forces me to kind of get out of the yeah, house. Yeah. Like if you're someone who is anxious, I think planning could be good. But I think always like leaving some kind of wiggle room for like things to happen is so important because like you said, like life is not planned and sometimes it just like throws things at you. Yeah. Was there like one crazy experience that you can think of like the first thing that comes to mind of like something super super unexpected that happened oh my gosh I think everything was ended up like working out though. um oh my gosh I think one of my favorite memories which was just like and this was probably one of the few and rare times that I was by myself actually but when I had just arrived in Peru and we I, like right before I met actually the t- people that I spent like my entire trip time in Peru with um, I was like, okay, I don't really know what to do. And I think that also I like kind of the flip side of kind of going with the flow is that sometimes I'm like, wait, I have no idea like what I'm doing here. Like I'll just show up somewhere and then be like, okay, wait, what do I do now? So I'd try to like find activities to do and things like that. So, and to preface this, I'm not like a cyclist 
or like some kind of iron man marathon runner like i'm just like a regular sporty girl you know but so i saw these like people renting bikes and i said you know what i'm just gonna go bike into this like desert or whatever because it's like some kind of desert national park and i thought okay i'm just gonna like bike around for a few hours and i ended up biking like 30 kilometers like by myself in the middle of this desert and i was like the only one and i was just thinking this first of all i thought okay maybe this is a little bit dangerous but this was probably like yeah. the most fun I've ever had by myself in my entire life. The whole time I was just, I was like talking to myself. I was singing. I was like, this is amazing. And I was just like having the best time of my life. And I never thought I could have that much fun by myself. Like this like opened my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And like, totally. I know you're the, you're the queen of doing things like by yourself and taking yourself out. <laughs> and I even remember like on yeah. my bike ride, I was like, oh my gosh, Victoria would love this. Oh, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah, well, it's funny because I'm like, I love doing things alone, but I feel like I definitely stay within my comfort zone a little bit. Like, I've never traveled super far alone. Even when I went to France, like I was like staying with with a family or like, you know, it was hard for me to kind of do things. I think that was obviously like a few years ago now. So maybe I'd be more open to doing something like that. Did you find too it helped like I guess you were staying a lot of time in like hostels and stuff so you're kind of around people who are doing the same thing. Yeah definitely. I mean that definitely helped because like everybody's in the same like mindset and other people that are alone like they also are kind of looking to beat people. So I think there's like kind of a mutual understanding of like oh you know let's just kind of hang out I guess. But I mean and I think yeah like you mentioned earlier you know like some people might be like oh you know like I could never do that or like six months is way too long or I have a job I can't leave like and all these like valid totally valid reasons but um like I was even talking to somebody and they're saying oh like you know I think that's too long for me like I don't think I could do it and it's like it's so far and you know what you don't even have to start like if solo travel something you even want to get into like I I don't know why I did such like a big thing for my first solo travel experience you're like Like, I'm diving right I'm going I'm just gonna do the whole thing like whatever but there's like definitely zero to a hundred yeah. to do it you know like you can also just like you know what? i'm just gonna go for a weekend or maybe a week and it doesn't have to be far you know or it can be somewhere where you feel comfortable speaking the language where you know you know what okay actually i you know i don't want to be in a place where i don't understand what everybody's saying okay well go somewhere where people speak english or go somewhere where you feel like okay you know what i kind of want to practice this language you know like there's different ways to do it where you can be alone but without like the whole you know i'm in india by myself kind of thing you know there's definitely more accessible ways yeah. to kind of get started, I think. Well, it's very inspiring because I'm like, honestly, sometimes you just need to not think about stuff and yeah. do it. And that was kind of even with this podcast. I remember like I didn't really think about it that long. And I was like, yeah, so I made my podcast. And you were like, what? Yes. Like, wow, that happened so fast. And I was like, yeah, like I kind of just someone told me I should. And I was like, you know what? I want to. So let's do it. Yeah. So like I feel like it. Yeah, it can be fun to just, like, be spontaneous and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this and, like, I'll figure it out later. And, like, that yeah. could go for, like, anything in your life. Yeah, because sometimes it's so, a motivator, too. I like because that. Because it's like, oh, it motivates you to be like, okay, well, actually, I started this, so now I have no choice but to finish it, you know? Sometimes we get so stuck in, like, mm. the planning stages of things where I think we're like, okay, I'm planning, I'm planning. And then you just end up, like, over-planning things where you're like, I don't even know how to start anymore because everything's, like, so mapped out and it just feels like, you kind of get stuck there where it's like, at least if you do it, then you have like no choice but to finish it kind of thing. Definitely. And it's like, enjoy the process. Like one thing you were saying is like, oh, your setup's looking good now. Cause I kind of started the podcast. I didn't really know what I was doing. Like 
I'm kind of doing a lot of trial and error. Even this yeah. like video recording, this is the first time we're doing this and we've already had like bumps and bruises. <laughs> like I feel like, but it's just part of the process and it's kind of fun. Like I actually enjoy the process of like getting better at something. And yeah, like, definitely. I don't like being bad at things, but it's cool to be like, okay, something where I'm taking in different skills that I have and like, you know, it's something I enjoy doing. So like, let's learn how to do it. And I yeah. think anyone can kind of teach themselves how to do anything these days. There's so many resources out there. If I run into a problem, I just like Google it really quick. And like, I don't know, it's just fun to kind of try things out. So I feel like that can go for like any area of life. Yeah, I think that you have, like, I also like that's something I really always like admired about you is that you have like, a really good like, uh, like fighter mindset where like, you'll get things done, mm. you know, and I think even with like the fight to win and everything, like once you have the idea in your head, I feel like you really like go for it. And you're like, Okay, you know what, I'll figure it out along the way. Like I got this, like you, you're like, you, mm -hmm. you're, you believe in yourself, you know, I feel like that's such a good, I don't know, you've got the right attitude. Yeah. To do, like, things like that. Yeah. Well, your mindset matters. Don't forget. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one thing I didn't know if I was going to bring up, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting and we'll see where this goes, but like we are very different in terms of one aspect of our lives. Can you guess what <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about? Yeah, I think so. so Actually, I talked about this earlier I... too. <laughs> yeah. So should we talk about it? Yeah, a little let's bit? talk about it. <laughs> okay, so Tess and I are very similar in a lot of ways and I feel like we, I don't know, we get along super well. Like you've honestly become like one of my best friends. And one thing we're so different, like opposites in is dating. Yeah. <laughs> so Tess has like always had a boyfriend and I never have a boyfriend. Really? I haven't had a boyfriend in like five years. And you have like always had a boyfriend, which is yeah. like, again, it's like to each their own. Like, I just can't even imagine like your side of it. And I feel <laughs> like you might feel the same about me. Totally. But like, I don't even know how to start this conversation. It's just like interesting to me how we're like so different in that way. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I might not be like a great example also to like follow because I think that I don't necessarily always get into relationships for the right reasons or like, it'll start mm. off where I'm like, Oh, you know, I need time alone. And then I'll meet somebody and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I love this person. And then I end up where I am. So I don't know like how that happens, but I think that, god forbid something were to happen like in the current relation i'm in current relationship that i'm in then like for sure i'd be like okay I, this is like i have got to just chill for a minute like i need to be alone you know because I mean, mm. yeah i don't think i necessarily am the right example but yeah i mean i think i need to i need to pull a slick big <laughs> yeah and meanwhile i'm like always telling tests if i'm like maybe seeing someone for a little bit or just like I've gone on maybe like a couple dates and it's just like not going anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I just ended things like whatever. And she's always like, oh my God, like how? Like I feel so awkward even ending things. And I'm like, but I also feel like you're still very independent in a way. Like I feel like I don't see you as someone who's like dependent on another person. I mean, we just talked about how you spent seven yeah. months traveling by yourself. So like even though you've kind of always been someone to like enjoy someone's company and like have a boyfriend like I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it like I would say from my perspective I really enjoyed my time alone just to like grow as a person yeah but something I used to believe which like my mind has totally changed on is I used to be like well 
if I don't think it's my husband, like I don't want to even date them because I used to think like, what's the point? But what I've learned is like, it doesn't have to be that serious. Like Vic, chill. You can have fun. If you have fun with someone and enjoy their company and like you get along and you genuinely like have a connection, like that's okay. You can't, again, we kind of can't plan everything. So who cares if you don't know if it's a future or not? Like, I think that's somewhere where I hold myself back and I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't care anyway. So like, bye. So it's like, maybe that is like not the best way to go about it either. Right. Like there's like, I feel like we're on opposite sides, but neither of us is like the best way. Yeah. I think we're like too extreme maybe, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like also, I mean, I think we have like the same mindset, but different approaches because I'm like experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used to say like, I, I mean, anyways, you know who my ex is and stuff. So I mean, like you saw, like, I mean, you knew like how I was and I was like, always doing things like we're always together and things like that but like I think that from that relationship that I kind of was like okay actually I do need to be more dependent and just like do things Mm. kind of on my own you know so I think that actually I learned a lot from like that relationship ending where I was like okay you know what like I can be in love with somebody but then also have my own time just which is so important I like to do outside of this person and I think that before I I was doing the same thing as you where I was like okay like if I'm not dating this person to marry them, then like, what's the point? Like, Oh, don't waste my time. And now I'm just thinking, you know what? Like relationships can change so fast. Like, I mean, the person you're dating now, maybe it won't be the same person I'm going to be with in three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, who knows? Like things can change so fast, but like in a way before I can't, and like my past self, I think she would be shocked to hear me say this. Like, I don't think I would ever believe that I would say this, but I'm just like, you know what? Maybe things aren't that deep, you know, like you can, be okay with you know like if a relationship ends it ends and like that can just be part of that's just part of the process you know and like I really I'm like even shocked to hear the words come out of my own mouth I'm like oh my gosh I've changed yeah. so much in the past few years but like it's such a easier mentality to have because you take away like the stress of dating you know it's like you know what I'm happy right now and maybe yeah maybe it's gonna end and like of course I'll be sad and that's totally normal but at least Right now, I'm just enjoying the moments that I'm having, and like it's a learning experience for the future. And like, no stress, it's fine. Just, just see what happens. Yeah, totally. And it makes me think of like friendships. I feel like I grew a lot in like losing certain friendships the past couple of years because like I haven't been in a relationship, but like I've learned a lot with that same mindset of like, okay, sometimes people are there for like a chapter of your life. Yeah. Not everyone's gonna stick around forever, and that can go for like. A relationship friendships even like relatives like you never know what's gonna happen and it's like okay it doesn't have to be that deep like I used to be so like if I'm not dating and it's not gonna be serious then yeah. like I don't want a boyfriend like I'd rather be on my own but it's like okay but if you genuinely enjoy their company and have fun like obviously I'm not gonna force something with someone who I'm yeah, not yeah. enjoying myself with but if I'm having fun and like I like their company I like who they are as a person then like you don't have to think that far ahead. So yeah. I think that's kind of my current approach. I have yet to meet anyone that like I feel that with. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. But I don't know. But yeah, I think I'm take I'm learning to like take it less seriously and be like, look, like at the end of the day, everything in life is like not that deep. Yeah. Like I mean, we're all I like, feel like we we yeah, make it sure. stressful. <laughs> Like we're literally on a floating rock and yeah, like just go with the flow, it doesn't have to be vibe, that deep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that because I used to be the opposite and it was hard for me to like 
go with the flow. And I yeah. feel like I've since learning that and being able to just like accept that life is going to throw things at you. Like I'm just enjoying life a lot more. Yeah. yeah it's definitely like way less anxiety. And I mean, for sure, like I say this and like, maybe I don't always listen to my own advice, you know, where sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm stressed about this of or whatever. Course. But I think like, I really, maybe like, let's say with like with the relationship, I feel so much less anxiety in this relationship than like I did in maybe any others mm. just because I'm like, you know what? I just feel like, you know what? This is like, this is good. Like I'm right now. Yeah. Maybe like I know the relationships could be temporary. So I have that piece of information, but like me worrying about it isn't actually going to change anything. So I'm For just sure. going to see what happens and like be happy while I'm happy. And like the point of like the, stressing about something that hasn't happened yet is just like too time consuming. No, I know. I love that. I think too, it's like goes back to like people spend so much time of their life thinking yeah. instead of acting. And like, I don't know, I'm reading a few books right now that are putting a lot in perspective of like, just take action towards whatever goals you're working on. You don't have to think so long term. It can be a short term goal, but like, just stop thinking about it and just like do what you want to do. Like, if it's not harming anyone and it's not like against the law, like, just do what you want to do. Yeah. And, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And you don't have to be like perfect at everything too. You know, I think like, I think I used to be this way. I'm like, Oh, unless I'm like perfect at it or like really good at something, then like I, I shouldn't even try to do it, but it's like, you know what? I mean, you have to start somewhere and like not everything has to be perfect. You know, you can just kind of see what happens and try stuff if you like it and it's fine to change your mind and just see what, you know, just go with what life throws at you. Yeah. It's just life. Yeah, like sample things, try new things. If you don't like it, then you don't have to do it again. But like, yeah. don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for talking. Yeah, that was like a perfect today, end. That was like such a perfect like. I feel like that was a good little juicy yeah. wrap up. Okay, would you have like one piece of advice for anyone who's like, Maybe, I don't even know what I want to say. Like one piece yeah, of advice yeah. in general that you would give that we haven't maybe touched on. Okay. This is a piece of advice and like, I'm not a very good uh, explainer, <laughs> but I think. That's okay. Like maybe this is something that I would like, I would love to tell myself when I was younger, but maybe mm. like, you know, when you see people like living their life and you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Literally, you can do that. Like it's, you can do it. And because sometimes, you know, you compare yourself to other people and you're like, oh, I don't know, like, how, how are they doing it? You can do it too. <laughs> like, I swear. Yeah. Things don't have to be that deep. Like, literally. Just go do what you want. That's it. it. Yeah. Okay. Do it. I love Make it. it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. I love that. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening yes. to Mindset Matters. And don't forget to subscribe. We're now on YouTube as well. So go check out the video if you haven't already thank you tess thank you and everyone i will chat with you soon